Welcome to Sex Ed with DB. I'm your host, DB. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the podcast. If you love and support the work that we do, consider joining my crew on Patreon to win amazing prizes like our adorable merch, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, and incredible sex toys. Go to patreon.com slash sexedwithdb to join my crew. Get discounts at all of your favorite sex toy shops at sexedwithdb.com. And follow us on Insta at sexedwithdbpodcast and on TikTok at sexedwithdb. If you want to partner with us, email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. Hello, hello, Sex Ed with DB listeners. DB here. I am so incredibly thrilled for you to be here listening to all of these new episodes that we have coming out. You are in for a real treat, and I've really missed you. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for supporting us. You're amazing. Our first guest of the season, you're going to learn all about him. But just so you know, if you hear some sounds of breathing, that is our guest's ventilator that he needs to breathe and to survive. So if you're hearing those noises, that's what you're hearing. Just a heads up. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Now on to the episode. Ever wish there was a Netflix of sexual wellness and intimacy? Lucky for you, there is. Meet Beducated. Beducated's online course platform has easy-to-follow video, audio, and written guides that provide techniques and information to level up your love life. They have so many courses on all things sex and intimacy, but some of my faves are the Female Orgasm course, Cunnilingus course, and the Squirting course. Join Beducated from just $7.99 per month with a 24-hour free trial using my coupon code, sexed at beducated.com. If you've been a longtime fan of Sex Ed with DB, you've definitely heard of Clona Willie. But if you're new here, let me fill you in. Clona Willie makes incredible DIY molding kits that allow anyone to make an exact replica of any penis or vulva into a high quality, 100% body safe sex toy. And there are so many fun colors to choose from. Use promo code SexEdWithDB for 20% off at clonawilly.com. And follow them on Instagram at clonawillykit. We talk a lot about sex ed, but when we're shopping for products to support our sexual wellness, exploration, and expression, we head to the experts at Lion's Den. Lion's Den is an adult retailer with 46 locations nationwide and hundreds of your favorite brands. They have everything you need to explore and express your sexual side. Right now, you can use code SEXEDWITHDB for 15% off your purchase in-store and online. Follow them on social media at Lion's Den Adult on IG and TikTok for exclusive offers, deals, and giveaways. Steve Way, welcome back to the podcast. How is it going? Oh, man, thank you. Um, it's going. It's definitely going. Things are happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, take a plane. That's so awesome. I'm so excited to welcome you back. We have so much to talk about. Um, for those of us listening who did not hear your and Dave's episode last season. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, You know what? No, because if they have not listened to that episode... Then fuck them. That's right. Then they should go back. 
That's so true. Let's do it. Get your priorities right. Honestly, they need to learn a lesson. That's correct. Thank you. My name is Steve White. Uh, 31 years old. Um, I was born with muscular dystrophy. Um, I'm an actor, stand-up comedian, a writer, um, a speaker, and high school substitute teacher. Amazing. Love it. Oh, yeah. Very eclectic background, I'd say. Yeah. Lots going on for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on at once. Yeah. yeah I yeah, like busy. it, though. I think you're it's aware of many hats. Yeah. You know, wear many hats. I use a lot of wheelchairs. You know, many if you want to adapt that to me. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's hear. I don't think we got into this when you were on the podcast last time, but I want to know about your sex ed as a kid and kind of how that ties into, if at all, your experience with muscular dystrophy, AKA MD growing up. Yeah. So, I mean, you're never really told anything, you know, as a disabled person. Um, I pretty much just got the same like health curriculum that every other kid gets um, in New Jersey. Um, I just, I, it's, uh, you know, I can say that this is the first time that I'm really publicly um, speaking about this. So thank you for the opportunity. Um, a couple of months ago, I found out that I most likely um, cannot naturally have kids. Wow. And that is because of muscular dystrophy. And I thought, wait a minute. I'm almost 31 years old. I've seen more doctors in 31 years than many people combined will see in a lifetime. Why has no one ever told me that? And then I thought, okay, the other thing, he's disabled, so I don't want to be with him. Or he's just not going to live long enough mm. to have a family. And it's, it's kind of a letdown. That way, one, no one ever talks about this. Because, you know, I'm in a bunch of, like, online groups for disabled people, for people with muscular dystrophy. I've never seen it talked about. And again, no doctor that I've ever seen in my entire life has ever said that to my parents or myself. And it's just like, what's going on? That's and, wild. Yeah, and it's like... I get like angry because now at 31, I have to figure that out. Whereas if, if I was told this, you know, 10 years ago, okay, yeah, well, we get a head start. But again, I'm 31. I'm not getting any younger. And apparently, uh, I'm going to live a while. So I kind of get, you know, I have to get on this. 
I mean, 31 is still pretty young, to be fair, Steve. No, it is young. But I have so much going on right now. You know, I'm trying to do everything that I love. Completely. Right? I'm trying to tell my story in a way that everyone can relate to. And it's like, I, I really don't want to have to add this to my list right now. It is very stressful. Yes. For able-bodied yeah. people, especially for disabled people, when you're saying, why am I just learning about this information now? If this information could have been made available to you five years ago, 10 years ago, maybe your trajectory and your choices would have looked a little bit different. But now you kind of have to pivot, be more flexible, and you already are kind of forced to be in that zone because of your circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, like, yes, of course. Oh, yeah. I want to have a family. You know, yeah. I want to have kids. Um, five years ago, probably not. But I wish I would have liked to have the option to start properly planning. Totally. Instead of waiting right now. But yeah. I, but I'm literally at the busiest point of my entire life. Yeah. But I think, you know, for people like me, um, you know, we're, not just for myself, I, I, I have always been the mentality of being a planner. You know, I always like to plan stuff out. Um, so I just, it's just one of those things where I'm like, okay, just something else to do. You know, I don't really think about it too much. I just got to go on autopilot and just do it Great. and get it done um, and just figure it out. So, it's for that. <laughs> it is, it is, it sounds very stressful. And I know that you are in a partnership, which we'll eventually kind of get to a little bit later on in this interview. So I'm sure, you know, it doesn't just affect you, right? It affects both of you. It affects really your future together and as a family. So thank you so much for sharing that. I really hope that whatever chapter comes next for you, you know, I know that you're saying right now you're at the busiest point in your life. So maybe it's not even going to happen, you know, this second where where you need to start planning for for kids and for a family, but for when you're ready for that and when you and your partner are ready for that, I hope that this new information that you learned, you know, you're able to process it, grieve it, whatever, you know, emotions come and then figure out how to still make that happen. Because as we know, lots of ways to start a family, um, even though we have these plans for ourselves, doesn't always work out. So I'm hopeful and confident in y'all's ability to make that happen. Yeah, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I definitely I definitely did grieve for a bit. Um it really did come as a shock. Um I pretty much grieved it for like a day and a half. And then I was just like, all right, we'll just do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's move on. Just, yeah, I'll just figure it out. Um, yeah, and you and you will. Yeah. And like that's yeah. yeah, I'm I wish that not only that you, of course, had that information, but back to like sex ed in schools, the fact that, you know, and I grew up on Long Island, New Jersey and Long Island probably had pretty similar 
health curriculums. I don't know about you. I learned a lot just about like STIs and like drugs and alcohol were like the main sex ed points that we covered, which is not comprehensive, not very good, very shame based, very fear based. And imagine what it would be like if it not only included pleasure, included correct anatomy, periods, all the things LGBTQ inclusive sex ed, but sex and disability. And what would it be like if we talked about the fact that people with disabilities, yes, have pleasure and yes, have relationships and dating and what are limitations? It's not real. And I wish it were. No, listen, the media tells you it's not real. So it's not real. Exactly. Don't, it just, don't blame the hype. It, it doesn't exist. No. Um, speaking no, it, of, it's, yeah, go ahead. No, that's so real. It's, um, again, like, I, I never knew any of this. You know, and said, why, why are there people out there whose job it is to just make it known for people like me? And maybe there are. I actually don't know. But if there are, then um, I think the the world and society needs to do a better job at amplifying that information. Completely. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. There definitely are sex educators out there who focus on sex and disability, but there, number one, aren't enough of them. Number two, they're not paid enough to be plentiful and out there in public schools that don't have the funding for comprehensive sex ed that doesn't include sex and disability. That's like, unfortunately, it shouldn't be, but like another level of comprehensiveness, it should just be included. But yeah, I think I think your point, though, about media, which we're going to go into a lot of media that you're in in order to tell your story, it's kind of a, you know, a pro and con type of thing. Like we love being able to learn from the media and how amazing it is that you are able to tell your story in an authentic and real way and really be the center in in some ways of that story. And at the same time, like should this be the first time that people are engaging with someone with a disability in that way? No, it shouldn't. So No, it's a little late for that. It's a little late. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but it's it's not it should not be uh, 2022 for, you know, the world to consistently see someone that looks like me on TV. It's, it's, it's way overdue. Completely. And you're, you're changing that. And for, again, for those of you who didn't listen to Stephen Dave's interview last season, go back, go listen to it. But, um, You, Steve, were in seasons one and two of the show Rami on Hulu. And again, we had you on last season to really talk about like your experience as Steve, the character, a little bit about the show. Um, For those who didn't listen and for those who haven't seen Rami yet, what is Rami about? And like just like a quick little recap, like who's your character? Um, And just so folks who are listening can understand a bit more. Uh, Rami is a uh, semi-autobiographical show uh, about one of my best friends on the same name, Rami Yusuf. Um, it's about a uh, Muslim American 
uh, young male growing up in the suburbs of New Jersey. Uh, basically trying to figure out which path of life he wants to take. Whether he wants to be more Muslim or more American. Uh, as for me, I play Robbie's best friend. Um, I play the, uh, the guy that calls Rami out on all the shit for uh, being a massive hypocrite and uh, sometimes a prick and uh, being selfish. So I uh, basically play it myself in real life. It's great. Um, I get paid to just not act. Uh, it's wonderful. Um, America is great. I love it. So many great opportunities. Um, yeah, that's about it. Love it. If you that's, haven't seen it, you really if you haven't seen if it. You it's, haven't. It's genuinely a good show. Fan, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it all the way through twice now. It's very, very good. Yeah, it's um, and I really say that without bias. Uh, Zero. It, yeah, no, for real. It's it's very relatable. You don't have to be Muslim to watch it. No, I am Jewish, in fact. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm neither. Okay, that's fair. You're right in the middle. Yeah. Um, Uh, So for what you can tell, I mean, like, I'm kind of just curious, whatever you can say about, like, where your character might be going in the show or, like, what's next for your character next season. Um, yeah, I saw an NDA, so. So there's zero sorry, there. Sorry about are you, that. Are you in the third season? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, that's about it. I'm not trying to get into a legal battle with Hulu, so we can Thank we you. can stop it there. I don't have but, a, what is it? I, yes, I, I, I'm very lucky and proud to say that um, I get paid very well for nothing. However, I do not, uh, I'm not making uh, massive legal fights against a giant uh, media conglomerate just yet. That makes sense. I am not, step out of time. I am not uh, ready to go to court against fucking Disney. <laughs> I, I'm more ready, I'm more ready to have a kid right now. And apparently, I can barely do that. Oh boy! All right. But I, I am much, much ready to fight against Mickey Mouse. That he's powerful. So and you know what? Sam. I love Disney World. Okay. You do. Are you a Disney not, adult, Steve? Um, I'm slowly becoming one. Slowly becoming one. So, Disney, I love you. Thank you for paying my bills. Much appreciated. You got a loyal dude right here, Disney. Thank hope you. Hope you're listening. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to make a fool of myself on television for the pleasure of millions of viewers. I love you. Please give me free tickets to Disney World. Thank you. <laughs> if anyone's listening who works at Disney, clearly you can hear Steve's just utter joy. So please listen. Close your eyes and think of your ideal sex toy. No matter what you like, you'll find it at Fun Factory. A few things Fun Factory's toys all have in common. They're 100% body safe so your mind is free to focus on fun. They include sex educator design games to get you going. 
and they're made in Germany, meaning they're long-lasting. You get more O's from your toy when it stays in your nightstand and out of the landfill. Follow Fun Factory on IG at FunFactoryUSA and use code SEXEDWITHDB for 15% off your new favorite German vibe. In a world that constantly encourages you to change, it's bold to just be yourself. Sexual expression and satisfaction are different for everybody, so rather than conforming to others, focus on falling in love with who you are. Lion's Den sources the very best products to help you find what you like and help you feel confident expressing your sexual desires. You can get 15% off in-store and online using code SEXEDWITHDB to begin exploring everything about yourself. Follow Lion's Den on social, at Lion's Den Adult on Instagram and TikTok. Let's move on um, because we don't want to get you in trouble for your NDA. But I want to talk about dating and disability because since you were last on the podcast, we saw you in GQ talking about dating while disabled. Like, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it's like for you, because obviously it's different for every person. But to date um, and have dated with MD. Yeah, Um I describe it like this. Dating in uh, 2022 is hard for anybody. Now, imagine dating uh, when you can't go anywhere with stairs. And just try to imagine how much harder that is. And I think that pretty much sums it up. Right off the bat. Yeah, that's about it. That's not it. That's like with the beginning. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, that's that's the very foundation of it. Um, you know, for it's weird because as we talked about before, there are things about my own disability that I'm finding out now mm-hmm. after living with it for my entire life. So imagine talking to someone who has never encountered someone like me before, Mm. where they're starting at absolute zero, zero knowledge, zero information. And it's scary. You know, you're trying to find a partner who's compatible. And when you see someone who looks visibly different, and again, that all goes back to the media because people don't see people that look like me on TV. And when they do, um, those characters are like useless and just want to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't hear about the disabled people who are teachers and lawyers and actors and artists, you know, doing great, beautiful things because no one gives them the platform. Hmm. And um, it's, uh, we're just, you know, I, I get it. Dating is hard for everyone, but I, it's obvious that disabled people in America are at more of a disadvantage. And that's mostly because of capitalistic factors. You know, you might live in an area 
with very bad public transportation. Mm-hmm. So how do you get somewhere? You may live in an area with really poor accessibility. So how do you go to uh, like a cafe or a restaurant with stairs? Um, you may live in a state with really bad Medicaid laws. So you can't afford to have a personal care system drive you to a date. And it's things that I know non-disabled people will never think about. Especially when it comes to know, Because I know when a non-disabled guy is uh, picking a restaurant to take someone out on a date with. Um, when he goes on Yelp, he's not checking the filter for wheelchair accessible. Mm. You know, I didn't even know like, that there was that filter. Yes. Yeah, or like if, um, say, a couple are planning a vacation, you know, when they go on Airbnb, they're not checking the filters for uh, no stairs, wide entrances, elevators, one floor, uh, big bathrooms. But yeah, there's just so much planning and thought that we have to put into an already stressful uh, situation. Nerve-wracking that, just yeah. by way of it being a date. Right, and then, um, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to go to New York City. Um, I, br- I better pray to every god out there that the subway elevator works. Because if not, then I'm going to be like an hour late. And no one ever wants to do that. Mm. And it's just, it's, again, it's, and so many factors that are just not our fault. Right. And yeah. Having to deal with a society that is just not set up for people like us. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been with your partner now for how many years? Uh, well. Doing the math? No. Uh, not anymore. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's I fine. think, yeah. It's fine. Do you want us to like, cut, cut that part out? Nope. Okay. No, it's real. People know. Yeah. People know. I'm not going to hide it. You know? I appreciate fine. you being okay. like so candid and, and sharing that. Yeah, I know. Of course. Like, I, I, I have no, I have no reason to like, hide anything. Yeah. You know, and I know that like it just it was it was it was better for both of us. Yeah. You know, it was just the realization that uh, you know, compatibility just wasn't really there and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, if two people um have to separate in order to grow more Fine. Fine. Yeah, that's really real. 
Yeah. Uh, I saw an amazing movie last night um, in theaters. It's called The Worst Person in the World. Have you heard of it or have you seen it? I've heard about that, yeah. It was fucking phenomenal. I don't want to, no spoilers, but like it's very much about the realness of kind of like Rami, right? Like picking your path and like how love is included and like impacts your decisions and your selfishness depending on your goals and being scared of choosing some, you know, it's just like, it's very messy and really, really beautiful. And also it's a Norwegian film. So the language is like insane. You're like, what the fuck is this language? Like I've never heard anything like yeah, that. Yeah. There, there are a lot of consonants. So many. And it's just like, what are, what is going, like, like you try to place it and it kind of sounds like German, but you're like, I have no idea what's going on here. So like, I'm just really reading the whole movie, but um, yeah, anyway, um, I really appreciate your candor and your honesty. And I would love also to get into a little bit about some advocacy, because I know that you're an advocate and you're someone who really, really cares about making the world better and more fair for disabled people. And so back to the GQ article, you know, you kind of talk about how government assistance programs put limits on your income and assets. And I don't think that able-bodied people know anything about this. So I want to know if you could tell us how that works and like why it's so messed up and how it it can impact your your love life and your relationships. Yeah. Um, basically, it's messed up because these laws were written decades ago. Um, like in the 60s. Um, they were never updated. And they were written at a time where one, like disabled people did not live very long. Um, just because the medicine was out there. And two, uh, they were written by pretty ignorant people who didn't really think that disabled people could do much. And you know, in 2022, when the cost of living has skyrocketed, inflation has gone up, um, $2,000 in, like, 1965 does not mean the same as it does now. So how do you expect anyone in America to survive on $2,000? At a given time. Because that's as much we have in our bank account. That's the max. Yeah. At, if, always, at any given time. Yeah. In so, order to qualify for these programs. For Social Security and Medicaid. So, and Medicaid is the only insurance in America that covers personal care assistance. So, you have the best health care in the country. And it won't cover personal care assistance. You're not to pay for that out of pocket. Um, so if you're on Social Security and Medicaid, if your bank account goes to $2,000 on one penny, then you're automatically kicked off. And you basically have to go through the whole application process all over again. Oh my God. What that's my- literally a life or death. It's a life or death because... The system is so terrible and it's so backed up 
that it could take months, if not years, for someone to be reapproved. And, you know, that's literally someone's life at stake. Because it's dangerous for anyone to go without health insurance in this country. So imagine someone like me, who depends on a ventilator, you know, seeing doctors um, every three to four months uh, relying on prescription medications. You know, it's, it's basically a death sentence. And that's all because you made, quote, too much money. Wow. Yeah. So it literally keeps disabled people in poverty in in many ways, because if you're not allowed to have more than $2,000 in your bank account at any given time, how the fuck are you supposed to pay for rent and pay for food and all the things that you need to pay for to live your life? Yeah, you either live in poverty, which we know is very expensive. It's expensive to be poor. Or you have to make a shit ton of money. Um, For disabled people, with all expenses, you know, it could be anywhere between like a hundred thousand and two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow, for all your yeah. care. Yep. Is that after insurance, or would that I mean, be without? I mean, that's without. Okay. But I mean, good luck. Right. <laughs> like you know, that's not insurance. right. I was gonna say if you had insurance and you'd still have to be paying for that, what the fuck is insurance for? Oh yeah, like I know. Um, I know, you know, people can't see us, but uh, the ventilator mask I'm wearing right now, um, insurance only covers one every three months. Wow. So if it breaks, then I got to pay for that out of pocket. Oh my God, how much is it? I mean, I mean it's enough. Um, probably like 50. Oh my God, $50,000. Right, but like, Something I need to literally survive. You you need it. There's no other option. Right. Something I need to keep me healthy. Right. And it's like, you want me to keep this medical device around my nose for three months. Tell me how that's healthy. Tell me how that's sanitary. Mm. You know, especially in a world where there is a deadly virus flooding everywhere. Yeah. Um, it is, again, it, you know, people say it doesn't make any sense or that the system is broken. No, it's working exactly mm. how it was designed. It's working perfectly. Right. This is how it was made to be. But people don't want to believe that. You know, they don't want to believe that, like, the greatest country on earth would leave people like me for dead. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I know so many people in the civil community who died as a direct result of insurance denials. Wow. I mean, we all know how, like, how often that happens in this country, right? But again, like, when you're not given the option, to make money to support yourself because you're forced to stay below the poverty. 
uh, the poverty line. It's like, what are we doing? Why? Why is this still acceptable? Why are we still doing this? But we know why. That's so real and really upsetting. I'm wondering if there are, before we ask our kind of last segment here about your new show coming up, I want to know if you can recommend like any organizations or like folks to kind of listen to for our able-bodied and disabled listeners who are interested in learning more about this, who maybe want to donate, who maybe want to contribute in some way to make this better. Um, one group that I've uh, been working with for about a year now is called Hand in Hand. Um, they are um, an advocacy group that is trying to get um, legal rights and protections for domestic workers. And that includes personal care assistance. Because right now, you know, personal care assistance work without a contract. They have zero protections mm. um, from the law. Um, you know, there's no real union for it. Um, so you better hope that your employer is, you know, benevolent and will treat you with respect and dignity and understand that you are um, an essential worker and uh, better pay you accordingly. Um, I, you know, I tried to work with the Democratic Socialists of America, especially with Medicare for All, um, because that would cover parental care assistance, mm. so we would not have to rely on Medicaid. Um, and that would, Medicare for All would be the single biggest wage increase for workers because workers would no longer have to pay out of pocket for health insurance or they would no longer have to uh, take a cut out of their salary and their hourly wage to go towards their employer-based insurance. Um, yeah, I mean, just try to educate yourself on Medicare for All. You know, yeah, it's socialism. But guess what? We already have that. It's called Medicare. Correct. Um, For people over, what is it, 65? 65. Um, Medicare is America's most popular health insurance. Um, It works. It's just uh, not really funded that much. Mm -hmm. Um, So imagine if everyone had that. Wow, what a concept. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's no reason not to have it. You know, we know it would save lives. Classism. That's the reason it doesn't exist. Yeah, of course. No, again, we know, we know, but we know it would save lives. We know it would save money for the taxpayers, but we also know. Uh, that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, yeah. We should do like an IG live about this for like Q and A's that people might have. Oh, honestly, I would absolutely love that. Um, about a year and a half ago, 
I spoke to Washington, uh, Washington State University about like the history of healthcare in America and Medicare for all. And it was probably one of my most proud talks I've ever given. Um, I welcome any opportunity awesome. to speak about that. So, yeah, I think we should partner up and make that happen. That sounds awesome. But I have one more topic I want to cover on this episode right now, which is there's a new A24 produced show that you're working on about navigating the world with a disability. And I'm sure some sort of other NDA has been signed about that. But tell us what you can about it. Uh, give us the deets. Um, well, basically, like Robbie, I play myself, uh, which is wonderful because that's your jam. It's easy. Yeah. Um, it's a real and raw peek into the disabled community and what it's like being disabled and how it affects the people around you. Um, most of your family. Um, you know, we really humanize the disability. Um, you know, we're going to try to educate people, but obviously at the end of the day, make them laugh. You know, and like I said about Rami, uh, you don't have to be disabled to enjoy this show Hmm. or to relate to it. You know, the, the themes are all universal. And um, I think people are really going to understand it and empathize with it in a way that they never thought they would. Because, one, I'm I'm not here to spoon-feed you positivity. I'm going to give you the truth, but it's going to be really funny. And I think it's funny because it's real. You know, there's a lot of comedy and truth. And um, my goal is to showcase as many disabled people as I can. Because there are so many people out there who are just as talented as I am, if not more. And they deserve to have um, their stories told, too. So if I can open the door for all the people just like Robbie did to me, then I, I, I did my job. Absolutely. Yeah. I am really, really looking forward to watching that. Um, thank you so much for being on. I think you are so awesome and have been such a fan since I first saw you and Rami and you're such a homie. So really looking forward to doing more work with you and just kind of you know, really advocating for disabled people's rights and information and sex ed that includes disabled people and their experiences. So thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and think, damn, my part is fine art? Well, Clona Willie definitely thinks so. Made in Portland, Oregon, Clona Willie makes for the most personalized sex toy on the planet. 
and Clona Pussy makes for the most unique memento. Their mission is to create unique, affordable, and high-quality products that will not only last over the years, but provide their customers with a fun and memorable experience. Use promo code SEXEDWITHDB for 20% off at clonawilly.com. Let me tell you about an amazing educated course about the female orgasm. In this course, you'll learn how to touch the different pleasure zones of the vulva, expand your experience of pleasure and orgasmic potential, get new techniques for achieving multiple orgasms, and learn about sex toys for exploring new ways to orgasm. Beducated's content is super easy to follow and inclusive with a community of sex-positive experts leading the way. Level up your love life and join Beducated from just $7.99 per month with a 24-hour free trial using my coupon code SEXED at beducated.com. Seven years ago, I was gifted my first ever vibrator. It was a rabbit vibe, and I was immediately in love with it and the pleasure it gave me. Having a bit of experience with rabbit vibes over the last seven years, I am absolutely stoked to tell you about an amazing one from Fun Factory. Miss Buy from Fun Factory is the dual vibrator you've been dreaming of, with a powerful German-engineered motor that gives you super strong vibrations. Follow Fun Factory on IG at FunFactoryUSA, and use code SEXED with DB for 15% off your new favorite German rabbit vibe. Our creator, host, EP, and sound engineer is me, Danielle Bezalel, aka DB. Our co-producer and communications lead is Catherine Cohen. Our music theme is by Hook Sounds, and our ad music is by my stepdad, Bill Gant. Thank you so much to our featured guests, partners, and our listeners. Want to advertise with us? Email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. For more sex ed content, follow us on IG at sexedwithdbpodcast and on TikTok at sexedwithdb. See you next time.